This is day 42 of our daily Bible reading. We will be completing Joshua chapters 19 through 23. Lord Heavenly Father, thank you for this time to slow down from our busy schedules, from the things in life that occupy us and distract us from your holiness, that you can bring us back, Lord, and just to help us to slow down and just to bask in your presence and to recognize that your presence is with us at all times. Please teach us how to invite you in all things. We love your word, and this is why we're here. Thank you for this time, in Jesus' name. Amen. Then the second lot fell to Simeon, to the tribe of the sons of Simeon, according to their families. And their inheritance was in the midst of the inheritance of the sons of Judah. So they had as their inheritance Beersheba, or Sheba, or Moladah, and Hazar Shual, and Bala, and Azem, and Eltalad, and Bethul, and Horma, and Ziklag, and Beth Markaboth, and Hazar Susa, and Beth Lebaoth, and Sharuan, thirteen cities with their villages Ain, Ramon, and Ether and Ashan, four cities with their villages. And all the villages which were around these cities, as far as baalath Be'er, Rama of the Negev. This was the inheritance of the tribe of the sons of Simeon, according to their families. The inheritance of the sons of Simeon was taken from the portion of the sons of Judah, for the share of the sons of Judah was too large for them, so the sons of Simeon received an inheritance in the midst of Judah's inheritance. Now the third lot came up for the sons of Zebulun, according to their families. And the territory of their inheritance was as far as Sarid. Then their border went up to the west and to Maralah. It then touched Dabasheth and reached to the brook that is before Jachniam. Then it turned from Sarid to the east toward the sunrise as far as the border of Chislath-Tabor, and it proceeded to Dabarath and up to Japhia. From there it continued eastward toward the sunrise to Gath-Hefer to Eth-Kazin, and it proceeded to Ramon, which stretches to Nia. The border circled around it on the north to Hanathon, and it ended at the valley of Iphtahel. Included also were Katah and Nahalal and Shimron and Idalah and Bethlehem, twelve cities with their villages. This was the inheritance of the sons of Zebulun, according to their families, these cities with their villages. The fourth lot fell to Issachar, to the sons of Issachar, according to their families. Their territory was to Jezreel, and included Chesalath, and Shunem, and Hafariam, and Shion, and Anaharith, and Rabith, and Kishion, and Abez, and Rameth, and Enganim, and Enhadah, and Beth Pazez. The border reached to Tabor, and Shahazumah, and Beth Shemesh, and their border ended at the Jordan, sixteen cities with their villages. 
This was the inheritance of the tribe of the sons of Issachar, according to their families, the cities with their villages. Now the fifth lot fell to the tribe of the sons of Asher, according to their families. Their territory was Helkath, and Hali, and Beten, and Akshaf, and Alamelech, and Ahmad, and Mishal, and it reached to Carmel on the west, and to Shehor Libnath. It turned toward the east to Beth Dagon, and reached to Zebulun, and to the valley of Iftahel, northward, to Bethemek and Nael. Then it proceeded on north to Kabul, and Ebron, and Rehob, and Hamon, and Cana, as far as Great Sidon. The border turned to Ramah, and to the fortified city of Tyre. Then the border turned to Hosa, and it ended at the sea by the region of Avakzib. Included also were Uma and Afek and Rehob, twenty-two cities with their villages. This was the inheritance of the tribe of the sons of Asher, according to their families, these cities with their villages. The sixth lot fell to the sons of Naphtali, to the sons of Naphtali according to their families. Their border was from Hilef, from the oak at Zaninim and Adami Nekeb and Jabneel, as far as Lakum, and it ended at the Jordan. Then the border turned westward to Asnoth Tabor and proceeded from there to Hukak, and it reached to Zebulun on the south and touched Asher on the west, and to Judah at the Jordan toward the east. The fortified cities were Zedim, Zer, and Hamath, Rakath, and Chinnereth, and Adamah, and Ramah, and Hazor, and Kadesh, and Edrei, and Enhazor, and Yiron, and Migdalel, Horem, and Bethanath, and Beth Shemesh, nineteen cities with their villages. This was the inheritance of the tribe of the sons of Naphtali, according to their families, the cities with their villages. The seventh lot fell to the tribe of the sons of Dan, according to their families. The territory of their inheritance was Zorah, and Eshtael, and Ir Shemesh, and Sheel-Labim, and Ijelon, and Ithlah, and Elon, and Timnah, and Ekron, and Eltekeh, and Gibbethon, and Baalath, and Jehud, and Benebarak, and Gathramon, and Medjarkin, and Rakan, with the territory over against Joppa. The territory of the sons of Dan proceeded beyond them, for the sons of Dan went up and fought with Leshem and captured it. Then they struck it with the edge of the sword and possessed it and settled in it. And they called Leshem Dan, after the name of Dan, their father. This was the inheritance of the tribe of the sons of Dan, according to their families, these cities with their villages. When they finished apportioning the land, for inheritance by its borders, the sons of Israel gave an inheritance in their midst to Joshua, the son of Nun. In accordance with the command of the Lord, they gave him the city for which he asked, Timnath-serah, 
in the hill country of Ephraim. So he built the city and settled in it. These are the inheritance which Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun and the heads of the households of the tribes of the sons of Israel distributed by lot in Shiloh before the Lord at the doorway of the tent of meeting. So they finished dividing the land. Then the Lord spoke to Joshua, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, Designate the cities of refuge, of which I spoke to you through Moses, that the manslayer who kills any person unintentionally, without premeditation, may flee there, and they shall become your refuge for the avenger of blood. He shall flee to one of these cities, and shall stand at the entrance of the gate of the city, and state his case in the hearing of the elders of that city. And they shall take him into the city to them, and give him a place, so that he may dwell among them. Now if the avenger of blood pursues him, then they shall not deliver the manslayer into his hand, because he struck his neighbor without premeditation, and did not hate him beforehand. He shall dwell in that city until he stands before the congregation for judgment, until the death of the one who is high priest in those days. Then the manslayer shall return to his own city and to his own house, to the city from which he fled. So they set apart Kadesh in Galilee, in the hill country of Naphtali, and Shechem in the hill country of Ephraim, and Kiriath Arba, that is, Hebron, in the hill country of Judah. Beyond the Jordan, east of Jericho, they designated Bezer, in the wilderness, on the plain from the tribe of Reuben, and Ramoth, in Gilead, from the tribe of Gad, and Golan, in Bashan, from the tribe of Manasseh. These were the appointed cities for all the sons of Israel, and for the stranger who sojourns among them that whoever kills any person unintentionally may flee there and not die by the hand of the avenger of blood until he stands before the congregation. Then the heads of households of the Levites approached Eleazar the priest and Joshua the son of Nun and the heads of households of the tribes of the sons of Israel. They spoke to them at Shiloh in the land of Canaan, saying, the Lord commanded through Moses to give us cities to live in, with their pasture lands for our cattle. So the sons of Israel gave the Levites from their inheritance these cities with their pasture lands, according to the command of the Lord. Then the lot came out for the families of the Kohathites. And the sons of Aaron the priest, who were of the Levites, received thirteen cities by lot from the tribe of Judah, and from the tribe of the Simeonites, and from the tribe of Benjamin. The rest of the sons of Kohath received ten cities by lot, from the families of the tribe of Ephraim, and from the tribe of Dan, and from the half-tribe of Manasseh. The sons of Gershon received thirteen cities by lot, from the families of the tribe of Issachar, and from the tribe of Asher, and from the tribe of Naphtali, and from the half-tribe of Manasseh, in Bashan. The sons of Merari, according to their families, received twelve cities from the tribe of Reuben, 
and from the tribe of Gad, and from the tribe of Zebulun. Now the sons of Israel gave by lot to the Levites these cities with their pasture lands, as the Lord had commanded through Moses. They gave these cities, which are here mentioned by name, from the tribe of the sons of Judah, and from the tribe of the sons of Simeon. And they were for the sons of Aaron, one of the families of the Kohathites, of the sons of Levi, for the lot was theirs first. Thus they gave them Kiriath Arba, Arba being the father of Anak, that is, Hebron, in the hill country of Judah, with its surrounding pasture lands. But the fields of the city and its villages they gave to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as his possession. So to the sons of Aaron the priest they gave Hebron, the city of refuge for the manslayer, with its pasture lands, and Libnah with its pasture lands, and Jatir with its pasture lands, and Eshtemoah with its pasture lands, and Holon with its pasture lands, and Debir with its pasture lands, and Ain with its pasture lands, and Judah with its pasture lands, and Beth Shemesh with its pasture lands, nine cities from these two tribes. From the tribe of Benjamin, Gibeon with its pasture lands, Geba with its pasture lands, Anathoth with its pasture lands, and Almon with its pasture lands, four cities. All the cities of the sons of Aaron, the priests, were thirteen cities with their pasture lands. Then the cities from the tribe of Ephraim were allotted to the families of the sons of Kohath, the Levites, even to the rest of the sons of Kohath. They gave them Shechem, the city of refuge for the manslayer, with its pasture lands, in the hill country of Ephraim, and Gezer, with its pasture lands, and Kibzaim, with its pasture lands, and Beth Horon, with its pasture lands, four cities. From the tribe of Dan, Iltica with its pasture lands, Gibbethon with its pasture lands, Igelon with its pasture lands, Gathramon with its pasture lands, four cities. From the half tribe of Manasseh, they allotted Teanuk with its pasture lands, and Gathramon with its pasture lands, two cities. All the cities with their pasture lands or the families of the rest of the sons of Kohath, were ten. To the sons of Gershon, one of the families of the Levites, from the half-tribe of Manasseh, they gave Golan and Bashan, the city of refuge for the manslayer, with its pasture lands, and Be'eshtra, with its pasture lands, two cities. From the tribe of Issachar, they gave Kishion, with its pasture lands, Dabaroth with its pasture lands, Jarmuth with its pasture lands, Enganim with its pasture lands, four cities. From the tribe of Asher, they gave Mishal with its pasture lands, Abdon with its pasture lands, Helkath with its pasture lands, and Rehob with its pasture lands, four cities. From the tribe of Naphtali, they gave Kadesh in Galilee the city of refuge for the manslayer, with its pasture lands, and Hemoth-dor, with its pasture lands, and Carton, with its pasture lands, 
three cities. All the cities of the Gershonites, according to their families, were thirteen cities with their pasture lands. To the families of the sons of Merari, the rest of the Levites, they gave from the tribe of Zebulun, Jochneum with its pasture lands, and Karta with its pasture lands, Dimna with its pasture lands, Nahalel with its pasture lands, four cities. From the tribe of Reuben, they gave Bezer with its pasture lands, and Jahaz with its pasture lands, Kedemoth with its pasture lands, and Methaath with its pasture lands, four cities. From the tribe of Gad, they gave Ramoth and Gilead, the city of refuge for the manslayer, with its pasture lands, and Mahanaim with its pasture lands, Heshbon with its pasture lands, Jazer with its pasture lands, four cities in all. All these were the cities of the sons of Morari, according to their families, the rest of the families of the Levites, and their lot was twelve cities. All the cities of the Levites in the midst of the possession of the sons of Israel were forty-eight cities with their pasture lands. These cities each had its surrounding pasture lands. Thus it was with all these cities. So the Lord gave Israel all the land which he had sworn to give to their fathers, and they possessed it and lived in it. And the Lord gave them rest on every side, according to all that he had sworn to their fathers. And no one of all their enemies stood before them. The Lord gave all their enemies into their hand. Not one of the good promises which the Lord had made to the house of Israel failed. All came to pass. Then Joshua summoned the Reubenites and the Gadites and the half-tribe of Manasseh, and said to them, You have kept all that Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, and have listened to my voice in all that I commanded you. You have not forsaken your brothers these many days to this day, but have kept the charge of the commandment of the Lord your God. And now the Lord your God has given rest to your brothers, as he spoke to them. Therefore, turn now and go to your tents, to the land of your possession, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you beyond the Jordan. Only be very careful to observe the commandment and the law which Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you, to love the Lord your God and walk in all his ways and keep his commandments and hold fast to him and serve him with all your heart and with all your soul. So Joshua blessed them and sent them away, and they went to their tents. Now to the half-tribe of Manasseh, Moses had given a possession in Bashan, but to the other half, Joshua gave a possession among their brothers, westward beyond the Jordan. So when Joshua sent them away to their tents, he blessed them and said to them, Return to your tents with great riches and with very much livestock, with silver, gold, bronze, iron, and with very many clothes. Divide the spoil of your enemies with your brothers. The sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh returned home 
and departed from the sons of Israel at Shiloh, which is in the land of Canaan, to go to the land of Gilead, to the land of their possession, which they had possessed, according to the command of the Lord through Moses. When they came to the region of the Jordan, which is in the land of Canaan, the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh built an altar there by the Jordan, a large altar in appearance. And the sons of Israel heard it and said, Behold, the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad and the half-tribe of Manasseh have built an altar at the frontier of the land of Canaan, in the region of the Jordan, on the side belonging to the sons of Israel. When the sons of Israel heard of it, the whole congregation of the sons of Israel gathered themselves at Shiloh to go up against them in war. Then the sons of Israel sent to the sons of Reuben and to the sons of Gad and to the half-tribe of Manasseh into the land of Gilead, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the priest, and with him ten chiefs, one chief for each father's household from each of the tribes of Israel, and each one of them was the head of his father's household among the thousands of Israel. They came to the sons of Reuben, and to the sons of Gad, and to the half-tribe of Manasseh, to the land of Gilead, and they spoke with them, saying, Thus says the whole congregation of the Lord, What is this unfaithful act which you have committed against the God of Israel, turning away from following the Lord this day, by building yourselves an altar to rebel against the Lord this day? Is not the iniquity of Peor enough for us, from which we have not cleansed ourselves to this day, although a plague came on the congregation of the Lord, that you must turn away this day from following the Lord? If you rebel against the Lord today, he will be angry with the whole congregation of Israel tomorrow. If, however, the land of your possession is unclean, then cross into the land of the possession of the Lord, where the Lord's tabernacle stands, and take possession among us. Only do not rebel against the Lord, or rebel against us, by building an altar for yourselves, besides the altar of the Lord our God. Did not Achan, the son of Zerah, act unfaithfully in the things under the ban, and wrath fall on all the congregation of Israel? And that man did not perish alone in his iniquity. Then the sons of Reuben, and the sons of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh, answered, and spoke to the heads of the families of Israel. The Mighty One, God, the Lord. The Mighty One, God, the Lord. He knows. And may Israel itself know. If it was in rebellion, or if in an unfaithful act against the Lord, do not save us this day. If we have built us an altar to turn away from following the Lord, or if to offer a burnt offering or grain offering on it, or if to offer sacrifices of peace offering on it, may the Lord himself require it. But truly, we have done this out of concern for a reason, saying, In time to come, your sons may say to our sons, What have you to do with the Lord? 
the God of Israel. For the Lord has made the Jordan a border between us and you, you sons of Reuben and sons of Gad. You have no portion in the Lord. So your sons may make our sons stop fearing the Lord. Therefore we said, Let us build an altar, not for burnt offering or for sacrifice. Rather, it shall be a witness between us and you and between our generations after us that we are to perform the service of the Lord before him with our burnt offerings and with our sacrifices and with our peace offerings, so that your sons will not say to our sons in time to come, You have no portion in the Lord. Therefore we said, It shall also come about if they say this to us or to our generations in time to come. Then we shall say, See the copy of the altar of the Lord, which our fathers made, not for burnt offering or for sacrifice. Rather, it is a witness between us and you. Far be it from us that we should rebel against the Lord and turn away from following the Lord this day. By building an altar for burnt offering, for grain offering, or for sacrifice, besides the altar of the Lord our God, which is before his tabernacle. So when Phinehas the priest and the leaders of the congregation, even the heads of the families of Israel who were with him, heard the words which the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad and the sons of Manasseh spoke, it pleased them. And Phinehas the son of Eleazar the priest said to the sons of Reuben and to the sons of Gad, and to the sons of Manasseh, Today we know that the Lord is in our midst, because you have not committed this unfaithful act against the Lord. Now you have delivered the sons of Israel from the hand of the Lord. Then Phinehas, the son of Eleazar the priest, and the leaders returned from the sons of Reuben and from the sons of Gad, from the land of Gilead to the land of Canaan, to the sons of Israel and brought back word to them. The word pleased the sons of Israel, and the sons of Israel blessed God. And they did not speak of going up against them in war to destroy the land in which the sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad were living. The sons of Reuben and the sons of Gad called the altar witness. For, they said, it is a witness between us that the Lord is God. Now it came about after many days, when the Lord had given rest to Israel from all their enemies on every side, and Joshua was old, advanced in years, that Joshua called for all Israel, for their elders and their heads and their judges and their officers, and said to them, I am old, advanced in years, And you have seen all that the Lord your God has done to all these nations because of you. For the Lord your God is he who has been fighting for you. See, I have apportioned to you these nations which remain as an inheritance for your tribes, with all the nations which I have cut off, from the Jordan even to the great sea toward the setting of the sun. The Lord your God he will thrust them out from before you and drive them from before you. And you will possess their land just as the Lord your God promised you. Be very firm then 
to keep and do all that is written in the book of the law of Moses, so that you may not turn aside from it to the right hand or to the left, so that you will not associate with these nations, these which remain among you, or mention the name of their gods, or make anyone swear by them, or serve them, or bow down to them. But you are to cling to the Lord your God, as you have done to this day. For the Lord has driven out great and strong nations from before you, and as for you, no man has stood before you to this day. One of your men puts to flight a thousand, for the Lord your God is he who fights for you, just as he promised you. So take diligent heed to yourselves to love the Lord your God. For if you ever go back and cling to the rest of these nations, these which remain among you, and intermarry with them, so that you associate with them and they with you, know with certainty that the Lord your God will not continue to drive these nations out from before you, but they will be a snare and a trap to you and a whip on your sides, and thorns in your eyes, until you perish from off this good land which the Lord your God has given you. Now behold, today I am going the way of all the earth, and you know in all your hearts and in all your souls that not one word of all the good words which the Lord your God spoke concerning you has failed. All have been fulfilled for you. Not one of them has failed. It shall come about that just as all the good words which the Lord your God spoke to you have come upon you, so the Lord will bring upon you all the threats until he has destroyed you from off this good land which the Lord your God has given you. When you transgress the covenant of the Lord your God which he commanded you, and go and serve other gods, and bow down to them? Then the anger of the Lord will burn against you, and you will perish quickly from off the good land which he has given you. Selfishly, I hope that's the end of having to speak so many difficult names of cities for a while. It is challenging, so thank you for bearing with me up until now if I haven't butchered it completely. So we see that the nation has finally been settled. All the inheritance and all the land has been divvied up to the proper tribes. Chapter 20 describes the cities of refuge, which ones are going to be designated as that. And then chapter 21 describes the cities of the Levites. And that in itself has been thoroughly explained in the Bible. There's really nothing to really get out of that besides that it is exactly as both Jacob and Moses prophesied when they were on their deathbeds, or rather near the end of their life. It happened exactly as it did. Their territories fell exactly as described. So God was faithful in his promise to them. Not only that, but I think Joshua 21 ends that chapter on the strongest note, verse 45. Not one of the good promises which the Lord had made to the house of Israel failed. All 
came to pass. And guess what? Thousands of years later, none of God's good promises have ever failed. Did you know that in this Bible, there are hundreds of promises that God has made to his people? Not just to the sons of Israel, but also to us. And he has kept all of them, and he intends to keep all of them forever. One important area to keep that in mind is, as part of spiritual growth, is to constantly be thinking about and depending on the promises of God. That is an important step that we should be practicing daily. When we meditate on the Bible in general, that's good, we should, but we should also remember his promises. If we truly understand who God is and that he never, ever breaks his promises, then we know he's good for it. We know that he will do exactly as he has promised. We're uncomfortable with that sometimes, though, aren't we? Because we're not used to mankind being completely reliable and trustworthy. I have been burned many times in my life. I have been betrayed more times than I can count. I have been mistreated and promises fallen upon deaf ears. So it's hard for us to understand God this way, I think, because God is not human like us. And when he says something, it is going to happen. And he means it. And so it's foreign to us. But when we learn more about God and we understand him better, it is the most wonderful thing to know that he holds his promises in front of us. And he reminds us that he's got it taken care of. And that should be the ultimate comfort in hard times. So then, in chapter 22, the two and a half tribes that had territory on the other side of the Jordan were released from duty. And Joshua reminds them, remember everything Moses told you. Remember to love the Lord your God, follow all his ways, keep his commandments, and hold fast to him. Don't let him go. Serve him with all your heart and with all your soul, which we should be doing too. And then we see it was not probably the best thing they could have done, but they had good intentions behind it to build this altar. It was such a big deal that, as we saw, the other nations of Israel were ready to go a war against the ones across their Jordan. And then they were asking about why it was this way, because they thought it was a form of idolatry. Because God made it very clear that you only worship and you sacrifice at his altar at the tabernacle. And so they thought that they were going off making their own altar and they were going to sacrifice on there. So already committing idolatry. So in righteous anger, they were going to go to war with their brothers. Just like that. But when they got together and they explained what they were doing with it, it was actually for a good thing so that they would re be reminded in future generations why this is there and why there is a Jordan River separating them. But the reason why this was not necessary is because God had already ordained 
in the law that all males of all tribes, even the ones across the Jordan, had to appear at the sanctuary, at the tabernacle, three times a year, right? They didn't need to be reminded with an altar. As long as they kept the word of God and the law, then they would have been reminded because they would have to go to the tabernacle. But they decided to do this in their ignorance, but things went well regardless. And then you see in chapter 23, Joshua is near the end of his life, and before he goes, he's got a few final things to say to the people. And his biggest concern that you can see is that he is worried about the people of Israel going off track, as he should. Because in his lifetime, how many times has that happened? (laughs) Multiple, right? And so he knows that this is in our human condition for us to go off track like this. And so he's warning them, hey, remember that God kept all his promises to you. Not one failed. But don't forget, he is a God of love and a God of compassion. But don't forget that he is also a God of justice. And if you mess this up, if you sin against him, he will hold you accountable. And in his law, there are the consequences of not following his law, and he will cause those to come to pass too. So, fair warning. Make sure you are obeying the Lord at all times, because he will bless you while you obey him. But as soon as you go off track, he will discipline you. He will punish you, and it will get increasingly worse as you disobey him, to the point where he will be angry with you, and cause you to perish quickly. What Joshua doesn't know is one generation will pass when we reach the book of Judges, and they have already screwed this up. So it makes you wonder, did they not teach their kids properly? It makes you wonder. Well, we'll talk about that more tomorrow, though. But that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan, and have a great day. We'll see you next time. Take care and God bless you.